right. Uh, hey, what oh. up? What up? What up? <laughs> uh, I you okay am, there, ladies and gentlemen. I am in a bad spot today. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. Uh, Zach, Zach is already. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Zach has already heard the story, so I'm just going to have to hear it again. Guys. Yeah, you're gonna have to hear it now twice. So I don't know what happened yesterday. I I went home. I mean, we were here at the office yesterday. Everything was good and. Uh, I'm not sick or anything. Uh, I go better not be. No, I go I home, and all of a sudden, like my back just starts killing me, killing me, killing me, killing me. And I mean, like, like for real, for real. Like, have to like try to figure out ways to lay down right, and it just anyway. I got an icy hot like on my back right this second, and so. I think I, I think I woke up like every two hours, right? Because it was like aching, you know what I mean? And so it was just like, man, oh, man, oh, man. And so it was just, man, it was a long night. And so here I am presented before you this morning, um, apparently as an old man, because I've apparently reached that status where uh, my back just starts... Uh, aching and I become immovable I mean, for no reason at all. I was going to say maybe the problem is just age. It, it, Getting old, Graham. It definitely is. Um, <laughs> because uh, I I tried to think, what did I do yesterday? What did I do? And I bent over to tie my shoes. Ooh, that could be it. Um, I I. Did, I did not go to the gym yesterday. You had a meeting? I had a meeting. Could be it. I, I Like I said, I, I really don't know what I did. When we walked to lunch. That that's what it. it was. I messed up by walking. Yeah. I, sh- I, I should just be a sedentary person for the rest of my life. Anyway, uh, if I'm a bit monotone today, I apologize. I may snap out of it here in a minute, but... Woo, last night was one of those nights, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure that you've all had one of those nights. Thankfully, it wasn't like a like a nausea night. Oh, yeah. those are the worst. But but this one was was not it was not good. It was not cool by any stretch of the imagination. So, um anyway, in saying that, uh we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Well, I mean, we really do. Um and I think what we're going to do is we're going to go into a sponsor and then I have a really stupid story that's going to lead us to bringing in our economic expert for the first part of this show about the economy and what's actually going on. So before we do anything else, let's get into a sponsor. All right, guys, look, good ranchers. I need you guys to go support these guys right now. As you know, good ranchers is the company that saved the dear America podcast from all but certain doom by investing in us and protecting free speech. So now I got one question. Have you heard of American Wagyu? No, it's not a superfood that will make you live forever or the name of the newest TikTok dance. It's some of the most sought after beef in the world. And I can get you two free pounds of it for a limited amount of time. Good Ranchers is giving you two pounds of their American Wagyu burgers for free with my code Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M. Some of you are spelling it like G-R-A-M, like your cocaine addicts. It's G-R-A-H-A-M. 
M. If you don't know, Good Rancher sells 100% American meat that is steakhouse quality. That means you can visit GoodRanchers.com slash Graham to get a box of amazing American meat and get two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and free shipping added to your order. Trust me, guys, this is the place that you want to go to, and these are the people that you want to be supporting with meat prices soaring. I love that when you subscribe, you lock in your price and get $25 off every box for the life of your subscription. As long as you're subscribed, your price will not change ever. And if you order right now, literally right now, what are you doing? You get two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and zero inflation. So what are you waiting for? Go to goodranchers.com slash Graham, enter the promo code Graham. You get two pounds of Wagyu burgers for free. And if you subscribe, you get free shipping and you get it locked in your price for forever. So support the companies that support us and go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. All right. All right. All right. So, you know, all of you write in all the time and say that you really like the, the, the stupid uh, news of the day. So here we go. And so here we go. Uh, a slightly in pain me uh, going to give it to you like I see it. And so it might be a bit more aggressive today. Uh, <laughs> but I just don't at this point, I don't care about anything. Alyssa texts me. She's like, do you mind if I use the car for that? I was like, I, right now, I don't care. Go buy a house. I don't care. I'm going to write this second. Just whatever it is. Sure. Could be dangerous. You have you a you have a free pass. To just not bother me. And this is going to sound really bad, but, you know, most of the time it's me taking care of, if you guys got young, younger kids, you know that like if one gets sick, the whole house gets sick. So it's always like me, right? That has to like, I'm like immune through the plague of my house, like all this stuff. And, and the rare times that I do get sick or something's wrong with me, I go down to the man cave in the basement. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Uh, I do not exist. I don't know who you are. Leave a message. Uh, even to my kids, you do not exist right now. Just, you know, go on. Your mom's upstairs. There she is. That has nothing to do with this news article, but I just felt like saying that. All right, here we go. Stupid <laughs> news of the day. New York Post is reporting inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, the economy is in dire, dire straits. Okay? Everybody knows this, and and that's why we're bringing on this interview with our uh, economic financial expert coming in again and, and, and what he has to say is going to blow your mind. Um, and then we're going to come back in and we're going to talk about the fact that I got in trouble over calling out child groomers and child abusers. But either way, here we go. New York Post is reporting. Snoop Dogg's blunt roller gets a pay raise thanks to inflation. <laughs> what? <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Uh, if the prices keep jumping, play it like pay it like it's hot. That's what it says. Um, okay, so uh, the drop it like it's hot artist, an avid weed smoker, replied to a tweet from the account of Uberfax last week that said his employee rolls in between forty to fifty thousand dollars a year rolling his blunts. So he used to make like I guess like thirty five grand a year. Rolling Blunts, his whole job is to make sure Snoop Dogg always has freshly rolled blunts to smoke 24-7. That's his job. Hang out, hang out with Snoop Dogg and roll a blunt. But now, because of inflation, he makes 50 grand a year. Sounds like a pretty good deal. I 
I man, you know, who was it? Uh uh Lady Gaga pays this person to be a cuddler when she's traveling. Like it's not a sexual thing. Like, well, I don't know. That's they they just say that she employs someone to cuddle with her when she's traveling. So I got a feeling it goes a little bit more so she get, beyond cuddling. Oh no, man, she's weird. You, you don't know. And then Pink, you know, the the artist Pink. Mm-hmm. I, I yes, I got sucked into one of those articles. It's like 10 artists that pay ridiculous money for ridiculous things or whatever. Pink pays someone, and it's a dude. I looked into this one. It's a dude. His job, uh, again, if your children are listening, oh no. This is not a this is not this is not the one. Three, two, all right. His job is to make sure before Pink goes out on stage, his job is to pinch her nipples so they poke out before she goes out on stage. That's his job. And he makes a salary doing this. That's his job is to, is to, (laughs) I I seriously am about to move. You are in the wrong profession, man. You got to, you got to deal with me. There's other people pinching girls' nipples and all this other stuff and you're missing out. I'm not, I'm not missing out. No, I, I'm, when I say I'm going to move, I'm like, this stuff is just insane. I'm going to move to the jungles of Africa and just live up my days, not worrying about there, any of that crap. There are police officers putting their lives on the line that make less money than Pink's nipple pitcher. P- pincher. <laughs> I said nipple pitcher. N- nipple pincher. That's hard to say. Nipple pincher. Nipple pincher. Nipple yeah, pincher. Nipple pincher. Nip- oh, oh, try that to is. say it three times fast. Nipple, nipple pincher. Nipple nipple. Nipple. Oh, no, no. It's not possible. I can't. <laughs> nipple pincher. Nipple. Y'all, you're welcome, by the way. Everybody listening, you're going to be trying to say nipple pincher. Nipple pincher all day. All right. <laughs> okay. That was one of our more dumb segments for I'm, sure. I'm sorry, guys. I'd look, hey. It was great. Hey, this is what you got today. All right. The, the show must go on, even if I'm not 100%. This show continues. This is real life stuff. Just know that there's people out there making more money than you are doing pinching really weird stuff. Pink's nipples and snuggling with Lady Gaga uh, while they're traveling in the hotel room. All right, guys, here's the truth. Fear of out-of-control inflation is hammering the stock market. The S&P 500 is having its worst start to the year since World War II. So not only are your savings worth less, you now have less of it. Now might be a good time for you to diversify into gold, the most stable asset in the history of the world. And Birch Gold is the company that I trust to help you convert an IRA or 401k, or if you just have savings in general, into an IRA in gold and silver. Guys, Not only will Birch Gold help you fortify your savings with precious metals, they'll help you do it in a tax-sheltered account. All you have to do is text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered account. Amazon stock is down 37% in the first half of the year. Tesla is down 40%. Cryptos, good Lord, have just... I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) And many fear the hawkish moves by the Fed could stall the economy. So I'm asking you guys, actually, I'm pleading with you guys, what is your plan? Ladies and gentlemen, this is only going to get worse. If you care about your family, 
if you care about their future and if you care about your money at all, what have you got to lose to text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 for a free, no obligation info kit right now? Guys, I'm pleading with you. It's only going to get worse. I want you to be able to take care of your family. Text the word Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 now. Okay. All right. That brings us into the economy. The economy's in the crapper. Everybody knows this. The weird thing that the Democrats are doing, though, is, you know, most of the time, the strategic play of politics is if your economy's doing bad, you blame it on the other party, right? Mm-hmm. The Democrats are just ignoring it completely, talking about how awesome it is. So we decided to bring in uh, our economic and financial expert, Philip, um, and uh, hear what he has to say. So here's that interview about what you need to expect from the economy right now. Philip, what's going on, man? Are you there? I am here. I am here. <laughs> with that beautiful American accent. I love it. <laughs> Uh, we've got to come up with an official name for you. Like, like, like I, you know, our financial economic correspondent or something. I, we, we got to figure out like a, a legit title. What do you want? Oh my God. That's a, that's I that needs some workshopping, but uh, I'll take any title you give me as long as it's a good one. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So let's jump to the point. Um, everybody knows, uh, you can see it at the gas pumps. You can see it when you're trying to buy a house, you, you can see it. Uh, even buying land, like like me and my family are actively looking to buy land because they're not making any more of it. It, it. It's everywhere. Everything, everywhere we've got supply shortage issues and the supplies that we do have cost so much more money. And and most recently, we're going to jump right into it. I want to get your, your thoughts. I'm going to read her exact words. Our U.S. Treasury Secretary said just the other day, she said this in direct quote, I think I was wrong then about the path that inflation would take. Uh, I think that that's quite a, quite an understatement there. Um, uh, we knew that we talked about it many times. Tell our audience what is going on. Where are we actually at? I mean, look, I think I was wrong is what she said. She was very clearly wrong. And like you said, most people out there knew it. We were discussing it long before she came to that realization. So what happened? So that it was Biden, it was Yellen, and it was Powell. And they had a meeting. And essentially what came out of that meeting was their plan, and in particular Biden's plan. And I put my fingers up in quotation marks because when you get into it, it's not much of a plan. But his plan to tackle inflation. Now, is it good that she came out and admitted she was wrong? Look, admitting you've got a problem, you made a mistake is the first step, but it doesn't change a thing about the reality of the situation. It's right. the plan more that they've come up with that, that interested me. And when you start to delve into that, you realize it's more of the same nonsense. It really is. So so, so walk us through it a little bit. I mean, anytime Joe Biden says he has a plan, I, I immediately just go, OK, <laughs> we'll see. What walk us through, uh, especially the, the the everyday American, right? Because I, I really try, and I know you do a great job when you come on, and 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 I know uh, you guys over at Birch Gold. I mean, you deal in in all kinds of things, but I really try to break it down for that that average American, right? Like that everyday American. Yep. How, how is the everyday American going to stop feeling this pain that we're seeing right now? 
sadly, I don't think this plan is going to be the solution to that, because when you really delve into it, you realize, as you would expect, it's just more of the same nonsense from the administration. But let's sort of look at it. So there's three prongs to this plan. So the first is to let the Federal Reserve do their job. Second is to lower cost on essentials, which is essentially just to lower inflation. It's a bit bizarre. And the third is to reduce the budget deficit. Now, you know, on the surface, it looks like a workable plan, yeah. right? They These sound like decent ideas on the surface. On yeah. the surface. But as we know, the devil is in the details. So let's sort of break them down. So okay. the, the first one is let the Federal Reserve do their job. Listen, it's exactly what we've done over the last two and a half years. The Federal Reserve have been doing their job. And it's been under their stewardship that we have seen 40-year high inflation. Remember, it was this Federal Reserve that told us for almost a year, inflation was transitory. Don't worry about it. And they delayed action. They dismissed it, right? And they didn't do anything about it. So it's laughable to suggest that letting them continue doing what they're doing is going to fix the problem that happened under their stewardship. It's really counterintuitive. Nobody today is stopping the Fed do anything. They've made a lot of mistakes, as Yellen admitted to, which have led to this situation. It didn't make sense to me. The second, lower cost on essentials. Again, that makes sense. That's going to help everyday Americans, right? That's lower cost on the things that we need. But the problem is, when you looked at what he suggested to do that, you realize it's not going to work, right? So what does he mean by that? Number one, improving infrastructure, right? He wants more infrastructure spending, spend on bridges, spend on roads. We've already signed in a trillion dollar, I know, infrastructure package. Yeah, he but, wants more. But, 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 but that's wants- the crazy thing. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's the crazy thing to me. One, that, that seems like a uh, almost like a circular definition, right? Like, like I saw that on uh, Matt Walsh's documentary the other day. He was asking all these professors what is a woman? And, and and they just kept repeating, well, what do you think a woman is? Or, or, well, what is your definition of this? More infrastructure, and we're going to build more infrastructure and better infrastructure. It just seems like this, this circle that they're going around and they're not really saying what it is. And then I hear you say, that, that, that when they did finally say some things, it was, you know, spending money on the roads and the bridges. We can't even get trucks down the roads because the gas is so high right now. What, what, what does that have to do with anything? It's exactly right. Listen, I'm all for spending on infrastructure, right? Let's build roads, let's build bridges, but we've got to do it at a time when we can afford to do it, right? Building roads and bridges that your great-grandchildren are going to have to pay for, that's when it's nonsensical. And it's spending that has gotten us to this situation. For me, it shows a massive lack of understanding. And by the way, they continued from there. It was infrastructure. It was lowering the cost of childcare. Again, more expenses. It's passing on clean energy tax credits. Again, more spending. It's just spending, spending, spending. That's how he's going to lower the cost on essentials. It's literally nonsensical. And then the third is to reduce the budget deficit. Now, when I read this, I said, is this a typo, right? Because, (laughs) you know, it's the only part that actually makes a little bit of sense. But then you've got to think back six months ago, right? He was trying to push through this three and a half trillion dollar stimulus package, right? This right. huge budget. And what was he saying? It's going to lower inflation. 
right? It's yeah. going to lower the debt. So he's telling us six months ago, these massive budgets are going to lower inflation. And today we've got to reduce the budget to lower inflation. It's like, which one is it? You cannot have it both ways. Now, look, if he was serious about this, right, the obvious way to reduce the budget is to spend less money. See, this is where I'm struggling to understand Biden, right? The guy's a political animal, and I think he's going to say whatever he needs to say today to placate people. So he's going to say what he has to say. But at the same time, he's pushing through these massive spending packages. He's desperate. So you've got to ask yourself, why? Why is he mortgaging the future of this country for short-term political gain? And I think the only answer to that is he's got no choice, right? His policies have failed. His approval rating is at an all-time low. There's no dodging this bullet, and he knows it. So I think all that's left for this guy, it's desperation. He's got to up the ante. He's got to double down on these massive spending policies. And I think the hope is to get enough dollars into enough hands to buy enough votes for a second term. But what nobody's talking about, he's digging such a hole, we're never going to be able to get out of it. It's, it's a disaster. So so I, I, I agree. And this is, this is guys and, and ladies, when you're listening to this, this is, this is another reason that, yes, Birch Gold is a sponsor on the show, but it's another reason that I, I just plead with you so much to text the word Graham to 989898. And get this free information kit because because what we're talking about here, the money that you've worked so hard for, you know, I know some people say, well, I don't have a 401k. Well, I don't have a, you know, all this other kind of stuff. Even if you have savings in general, if you've been working to try to secure your family's future, what, what I truly believe, and Philip, I'll get your thoughts here in a second. I believe that the future that you thought you were going to have Unfortunately, I, I'm not sure that any of us are going to have the future that we thought we were going to have. And you need to do what you have to do to protect your family, your family's future as much as possible. And you need to go talk to Birch Gold and the amazing things they're doing there to try to save, honestly, try to save your family. Philip, I'm hearing rumors across the board uh, about people thinking that Things like gas and the housing market and all this stuff could surge up another 20 or 30 percent over the summer that could possibly push even like a gallon of gas to average out about six dollars, you know, for, for a, a national average of gas, et cetera. The housing market, I have a lot of friends who work and are part owners in banks, and they're saying that the banks are struggling right now because they can't close home loans because home loans uh, interest rates are so high right now, which is going to cause the housing market to collapse. It's going to cause banks to get in trouble. What are we actually looking at in the next 120 days, in your opinion? What are we actually looking at here? Listen, it's it's an impossible situation to get out of. It just is. So the Fed are in a tough position, right? If they want to address inflation, they have to raise interest rates. And I think that they do. I think inflation has become the biggest political issue for this Fed, more so than a stock market crash. So I think inflation is, is the priority. In right. order to tackle inflation, they've got to raise rates. And actually, right. Jerome Powell said it in his last meeting. He said, look, we're going to have to raise rates. I think there's going to be two or three half a point raises. So some big ones between now and the end of the year. 
he said, and Powell said himself, Americans have to expect some pain. And he's right. Right. So if they stand firm, the Fed are going to raise rates. Right. And by doing so, they decimate the, the stock market. And then usually the housing market follows, as you say. Right. The only other alternative for me is much worse. And that is that the Fed backtrack. Right. They get political. They want to try and get some votes for Biden and they lower rates again. Right. Markets start to tremble. They lower rates. They start quantitative easing. If that happens, inflation here in the United States goes out of control. We could even see hyperinflation in the extreme. So for me, there isn't a soft landing here. It's a case of picking your poison. And I think recession is the better option. It's necessary hardship. But if we can tackle these issues, it'll set us up for prosperity. If we go the other route, we, we'll never come back from that. We'll never come back. We're already in a, in a position that's tough to come back from. So it, it's a tough it's going to it's going to hurt across the board and, and and this may be a really stupid thing to say but but as a business owner on on my end i mean one of the businesses i own is a transportation company mm-hmm. and 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 gas is so high right now we've got guys that are literally running runs and netting 0 dollars for for a 2000 mile job because of the gas that it takes and then when you try to gas surcharge these companies they 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 say we can't do it we can't pay for it yeah. and then to me that seems like okay well that's going to cause further supply chain issues and then okay you're going to raise interest rates okay so for for home loans etc or or any personal whatever it is business loans personal loans land loans what whatever it is right um, okay, but but if you want people to actually accept those, something's got to give somewhere. But at the same time, you're taking, you're still coming after taxes from everybody. And then, you know, uh, the, even though Biden's going to get rid of, uh, which I don't agree with, going to get rid of $10,000 worth of student loan debt, student loan repayments are getting ready to turn back on. I mean, where, and, and, and I agree with you, I would much rather, uh, the I would much rather the American people bleed for a little bit of time for longevity, but you're getting hit by the IRS. You're getting hit on high interest loan rates. Uh, student loan repayments are fixing to start back again, and you're paying astronomical amounts of money for gas. How do how are people supposed to live? Listen, it's so difficult, the climate we're in. It is so difficult. And it's impossible on an individual level. You're right. Listen, gas prices going up. Jamie Dimon, the, 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 the head of JP Morgan, he said barrel of oil could go to $150 or $200 a barrel. That's absurd, right? And oil is the most inflationary commodity, and you hit on why, right? Oil is used in the transportation of every other commodity. It's used in the production of other commodities. So actually, high high oil prices, they drive the prices of almost everything up. So it's going to be a very difficult climate for for individuals in the US. What it reminds me of is the stagflationary climate of the 1970s. And what stagflation is, is it's stunted economic growth. So it means when your retirement account is static or going down, coupled with inflation. And that's a double whammy because your money's going down and everything else is becoming more expensive. It's a tough situation. And the country isn't in a better situation either. You got to remember something. They've saddled us with so much debt. Okay. Our debt payments annually in 2011 were like 272 billion. 
today they're 379 billion, right? So every year it costs the government 379 billion. Here's the problem. The budget proposed by Biden in 2022 adds a trillion dollars annually to that budget, right? So it's a trillion dollar deficit every year for the next 10 years. That means 10 years from now, US national debt, 40.5 trillion. Interest payments on that, 941 billion. So interest payments on that debt account for 59% of our annual budget. Here's where it gets really bad. All of these numbers are based on the assumption that interest rates stay flat, and they're not. They're going up. A 1% increase in interest rates put debt payments up over $30 trillion over the next three years. It would account for 70% of our tax revenue. Interest rates go up 2%. Debt payments are 100% of our tax revenue. Right. This is the problem. And this is what really frustrates me about Biden. You're so worried about reelection. You're spending and spending and spending. But what you're doing is you're setting this country up for a default further down the line. And guess what? That time comes. That's when I'm ready for Social Security. Right. It's a disaster. Good thing I've got a plan B. I've said it before. I'll say it again. This guy is mortgaging our future for short-term political gain, and it has to stop. It has to. We've talked about what the government needs to do as opposed to what they are doing. What do the listeners need to do? What do they need to prepare for, and how do they need to prepare for it? Look, as Jamie Dimon said, CEO of uh, JP Morgan, he said, what we have covering is a hurricane down our streets. So we have to batten down. We've got to weather the storm. The traditional asset classes aren't doing it. Bonds are losing. Stocks are losing today. Precious metals, very conducive, right? Inflation drives them up. Stock market crashes drive them up. This geopolitical instability, it drives them up. So I think everyone needs to understand where the issues lie and just hedge yourself. And all that means is taking a portion of your retirement, putting it into something contrarian, something conducive to grow in tough times. That way, if your stocks and bonds get hit, your gold can increase in that climate and mitigate. It's all about being defensive and making sure we're set up to preserve. And that's what we specialize in here at Birch. That's what we help people do. Well, Philip, as always, man, uh, one of these days, I- I'm going to I'm gonna believe for one day we're going to have you on and you're going to be like, it's unbelievable how great the economy is doing. But, uh, but unfortunately, it's just not that way right now. But we appreciate you and your expertise and your insights coming in and educating everybody, including myself. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, the people at Birch Gold, uh, it, look, I know a lot of you may not understand stocks and hedge fund, all this other kind of stuff. If you've got any money put away for you and your family, you need to go talk to Birch Gold to protect it. Even if you just literally have cash under a mattress somewhere, you need to go talk because the way it is right now, those dollars don't mean the same thing that they used to. So go, all you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 right now. Phillips, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Graham. Good to see you again. Cheers. All right. You too. All right. All right. All right. So I hope that didn't terrify you too much because we've got a lot more things to talk about. We got more. All right, guys, listen up. As Roe v. Wade's potential overturning stirs up leftist outrage, we're suddenly watching the same people who can't even define what a woman is now saying that men have no right to speak on a woman's issue. 
It's confusing until you see it for what it is. Another symptom of the radical left's attempt to destroy logic, reason, and a man's better half. Women. That's why I'm grateful to Matt Walsh of The Daily Wire, who set out to expose this madness. Recently, he went on a journey around the world, literally around the world, asking one simple question. What is a woman? You would be shocked, not only at how few people are capable of answering, but also how many have completely twisted the idea of what a woman is. Thankfully, he recorded the whole experience in his new documentary, What is a Woman, which you can watch right now at whatisawoman.com. You'll laugh, cry, and scream probably all at the same time when you realize just how far society has fallen from even a basic understanding of reality. What is a Woman is only available to Daily Wire members, so I highly recommend you join today. Together, we can fight against the twisted logic of a radical gender ideology that mutates children and erases women in the name of love and tolerance. The question you're not allowed to ask, the documentary they don't want you to see, What is a Woman is available now. Watch it now at whatisawoman.com. All right, believe it or not, it only took two and a half years. But now... New York Post is reporting uh, that returning to the workplace might be the best thing to do. Really? Uh Uh-huh. That's why I saved it, because I saw it, and I was like, wow. I thought it was dangerous. Let's see. Employees change jobs for many reasons. Perhaps they work for a jerk, burn out, or have been passed up for a promotion. Maybe they feel underappreciated and underpaid. Like, okay, okay, I don't care. I don't care. Get to the point. Get to the point. Uh, not long after he was hired, is this literally a story about some dude who finally went back to work and now he feels better and more productive? Are, are you kidding me? Because he's in an office space. Because, because you're work. around other people and not alone in your mama's basement. You know what? That article irritates me. I told you I don't feel good. I don't even want to talk about it. That was an aggressive drop with your phone. I, too. I didn't mean to drop it that hard. And I actually think that I, I did. I cracked it. Look, Ooh. the case. Look, look, I cracked it. You did. I did. I cracked it. Dad gummit. This day, these are the hits that just keep on coming, man. My back hurts. I just broke my phone case. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Jeez almighty. All right. Tell me serious. I'm sorry, guys. I'm all over the place. I don't feel good. But okay, here we go. Ugh, Justin Bieber. All right. We didn't talk about Justin Bieber. We got to talk about it. The Biebs. Is now uh, half his face is paralyzed. Yeah, I saw that. Shortly after being triple vaxxed, months ago, his 25-year-old wife had a stroke. 20-year-old athletes are dropping dead days after take, taking the jab. And now, you know, we had, we've had SIDS for forever. Sudden infant death syndrome, yeah. right? Okay, well, now all of a sudden we've got SADS. Sudden adult death syndrome has just been recognized by the CDC. Odd that that pops up right now. Uh, at, at what point, at what point are rational people going to start looking and go, huh, maybe, just maybe something is off here. Um, Vaccine starts within 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 a year and a half after these vaccines have started. Now all of a sudden there is this 
new recognized syndrome called sudden adult death syndrome. How many people have you known? You know, I'm 35. How many, how many people in my age bracket do you know just go to bed and don't wake up one day, right? Like, it's probably pretty rare, right? Like, I, like I had one friend, rest his soul, he had a, he had a blood clot, mm-hmm. uh, and it broke free, and that, you know, he did pass away from that. But that's not uncommon. Like, you've heard of those yeah, things. Yeah, I've heard of blood clots. Um, at what point are we going to sit here and go, um... These two couldn't possibly be linked at all, right? Like, there's, there's no way. And that's my favorite part about the CDC is anytime you report, like, people, people shared Justin Bieber's video telling everybody that he had uh, this, uh, this facial paralysis. Dude, it's a weird video, too. It's weird seeing one side of his face make expressions and the other side. It's not droopy like a stroke. You know, like a stroke, it, like one side will kind of, like, droop down. No, it just doesn't move like like it'll blink like his eyes his eyes blink in unison but every other muscle on the side of his face it doesn't move it's almost like he's wearing like that phantom of the opera mask yeah where half of it's like you know this weird Mm, anyway weird i saw people that shared his video and instagram and facebook put the cdc vaccines are safe and have been tested by (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and all they're doing is sharing this stuff. And dude, I, you, uh, uh-uh, you couldn't pay me enough money. I will never take the vaccine ever. I've said this for years now, people for years. And we're still here talking to you. I have apparently have something wrong with my back, but as far as I know, that has nothing to do with COVID. Well, uh, Hey, I mean, you might have something wrong with your back, but at least your face isn't, you know, half paralyzed. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I don't have as, Nice of a face is Justin Bieber anyway. But the point is, I don't make money from my face, okay? That, that's, not, that's not where uh, I that pay the true. bill. The point is, on the heels of this, okay, the FDA says Pfizer's COVID vaccine is apparently, it actually says the word apparently, not is safe. It says is apparently safe that doesn't make and effective good. in kids under five. So right around the time where we have all this sudden adult death syndromes popping up, now all of a sudden they want to give all three vaccines to your five-year-olds and younger. I just can't. I, you know, I, I just, I, I mean, really, like I said, I just can't anymore. I can't understand. I don't understand what we're doing. I don't understand what's happening. At what point do we... Uh, just connect the dots. At what point do we say, hey, there will be, mark my words, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, 20 years from now, there will be those infomercials. If you or a family member has been adversely affected by the COVID-19 vaccines, call this number now. Yeah. Uh, And it's going to be lawyers who make careers out of suing over COVID-19 vaccine injuries. Anyway, but I don't want to sit here and talk about COVID all the time. I got other things to talk about. Uh, libs of TikTok, uh, the Twitter account that the leftists just cannot get off of their mind, is now going into hiding. The it's woman behind that. it is going into hiding. Uh, why, you may ask, because she obtained and leaked internal Twitter messages showing employees targeting libs of TikTok 
and bragging about deplatforming Trump and the post-millennial. And ever since that story broke, um, she's received all these death threats, everything like yeah, this. She got threatened with pipe bombs. and Yeah, which, which is horrible, which is horrible. There's also the part of me that's like, that's like a Tuesday for me, you know, you kind of think I get threatened all the time. Like I, man, I, I have not been to Chicago in a long time for a lot of reasons. Okay. One of them <laughs> is Chicago just kind of sucks. Uh, two, I've had more death threats than I can account for that. If they ever see my face in Chicago, I will be shot <laughs> like on site. So yeah, without, let's not go to Chicago without question on site, without question. New Orleans is pretty sketch too. Uh, Philly, uh, believe it or not, New York's all right. I, hey, I, don't, I don't get a lot of threats out of New York, uh, California. I'm not allowed to enter the state, uh, <laughs> at this point. They and, don't like you out there. And there's at least a 50% territory in Oregon that I'm not allowed to step foot in as well. Um, anyway, again, it's always interesting to me uh, because, as we know now, lives a TikTok creator is a woman. Um, I want to say she was, or I don't know if she kept her license or not. She was a real estate agent. Not going to say her name on here. Uh, but it's always interesting to me how more aggressively people go after the females that do what we do mm-hmm. than, than, than they do the males. Um, anyway, so, you know, that's the party of love and acceptance and tolerance that's now forcing a mother with children uh, to leave her home uh, simply for pointing out, not lies, real things. She was just sharing videos that people were already posting on TikTok. Yeah, and and and, and email messages and stuff like yeah. that. And, and, and Well, yeah, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yes. no, like, like starting off. Like, yes, yes, that's all she did. She, she, she even offered no commentary. She literally just posted videos of these crazy lunatics. And anyway, um, and now she's having to leave her home for what reason you ask for simply revealing emails that actually were sent. She's not even making it up. This is just, this is what really happened. It's just a weird world that we live in today. Let's see here. Let's go through here. Let's see. The Washington times is reporting that LGBT Advocates say small kids need Pride Month drag events. Mm. Can't wait to read this one. Hold on. All right. Well, let's let's hear them out. Maybe there's maybe there's some logic behind this. I doubt it. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> All right. <coughs> That's another thing. Why is it this year there's so much more of that stuff going on? I was just talking to Justin about that. Why? I was like. I was like, since I've started working with you, like, I've noticed it's gotten worse. But it's like this Pride Month has been just in your face. It's like, been it's been a lot. Uh, anyway, okay, let's see. Pride Month drag queen events and gender discussions are necessary for children's healthy development. <coughs> what? Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, An gosh. LGBTQ advocate. See, they don't even know what to do because at the top it says <laughs> LGBT advocate. Now it says LGBTQ advocate. They don't even know what it, okay. Public schools, libraries, and a variety of businesses such as Taco Bell and locally owned gay nightclubs are advertising family-friendly drag queen brunches. Okay, let's just dissect it for a minute here. Locally owned gay nightclubs are advertising family-friendly drag queen brunches. 
Now, as we've seen from an email that we read on the last episode, there are some people that are read, oh, it's a family friendly brunch at a at a at a at a gay nightclub. I don't care. It's a gay nightclub. Even if it was a regular nightclub, I'd be like, why are they doing a family friendly brunch? Yeah, it's a nightclub. I'm not club. taking That's my not kids, kids to a nightclub. Like, like what what okay, okay, moving on. This year's events emphasize transgender children in defiance of Republican-led parental rights laws, which have aimed to restrict their access to gender identity resources in dozens of states. According to the Children's Mental Health app, Little Otter, oh my God. (laughs) Oh, not according to leading mental health experts. No, according to Children's Mental Health app, Little Otter, I can't even it's healthy for parents to give small children a chance to explore gender identity because they form strong internalized gender roles by age five. When having these conversations around gender and the LGBTQ plus, see, it adds on everything. It started off LGBT, then it went LGBTQ, now it's LGBTQ plus in the same article. Okay? I'm not making this up. This is They're how it confused. goes. The key is to communicate acceptance, offer support, and learn together. Dr. Helen Egger, a child psychiatrist and co-founder of Little Otter, told the Washington Times on Thursday, even if you're not sure what to say, something as simple as, I'm here for you, I love you, and I will support you no matter what, is an important place to start. I would say an important place to start is not talk about sexual things to your kids. Um, You know, I'd say... Oh, here we go. All right. Again, if your children are listening, I told you, don't do it. All right. Developmental psychologist Marty Erickson said during a Thursday afternoon webinar on young kids and gender identity. Why are we having webinars about young kids and gender identity? I don't know. Like, that's weird to me. And There's not a single kid that was on that webinar. I promise. It's all adults talking about young kids and gender identity. That's essential for parents to discuss gender with their children at ages zero through eight. Okay, again, let's just say all this is true, which it's not, but let's just say that it is, which it isn't, but for argument's sake. Okay. Let's just say that it is, which it is not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Who is disgusting gender identity, either hetero or homosexual identities or transgenders, with their zero-year-old or their one-year-old or their two-year-old. Do you remember your children at three or four? Mine were stupid. I'm just being honest. They don't know what's they going don't, on. They don't freaking know what's going on. I watched my eldest son put a blanket over his head and walk into a wall. And instead of taking the blanket off and realizing, oh, there's a wall there, he just backed up and walked right into it again and then did it a third time. That was not the point to be talking about gender identity to hey, this. Son, let me tell you about this. Then to this person. Okay. Again, it literally says children at ages zero to eight. Who even references a child at the age of zero? Do you mean a baby? Like, is that what we're talking about? A baby. That's what you're talking about. A ba- an infant is what you're talking about. So you need about. to get your little two-month-old and start telling them, telling them all about sexuality. Yeah, sperm don't make you a male. What? What are you talking about? Okay. All right. Here we go. Moving on. They start noticing sexual differences at age two. 
they might notice, well, daddy has a penis. I'm sorry. They might notice, well, daddy has a penis and oh, so do I, or I don't. I look more like mommy when I'm taking my bath or something. Miss Erickson, who hosts the Mom Enough podcast with her daughter, Aaron. Oh, so, Lord like, why us. are your little kids seeing you naked? Well, now, well, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me, I will interject <laughs> there. Okay. Every parent, okay, there is an age where, like, hey, just throw them in a tub, man. Like, we had three kids, you know, just throw them all in the tub at the same time, wash them and get out of the way. Now, there definitely comes an age. Uh, you know, I, this is us. I'm sure I might get like a lot of, uh, feedback off of this one. You know, there's like an age of remembrance as I like to say. So, you know, think back, what's the youngest memory you have? Like truly think about it right now. Five years old. Okay. Five. Right. Exactly. Like how many people are remembering? Well, when I was three, uh, mom mom and dad put me in the bathtub with my two brothers and sisters. Uh, and that traumatized me. Nobody's thinking that. <laughs> Nobody cares. You want to know why? Because kids don't think that way. That's why. Yeah. Kids don't think that way. That's why. Um, about the time when they can start having memories of it is when you're like, yep, nope, this, this, and that. Um, and then the hardest thing was with uh, Anna Grace and the boys, right? Trying to explain to them why, well, you know, no, you know, because the boys, man, dude, we run it like military style up in my house uh, for some reason. And if you're a parent, is this your house too? For some reason, we got three other bathrooms in the house, but our bathroom is like the only place that baths and showers can be taken. <laughs> okay. And so the boys will straight up go to hop in the shower first. He'll be taking a shower. Gage be waiting. He's waiting his turn. That, that their goal is like five minutes total between the two of them. And it's over. And, like, as soon as Gunner jumps out, bam, Gage jumps in. They don't care. Like, they just boom, boom, boom. It's very military-esque. Yeah. Military is that way. Um, but Anna Grace, we had to teach him. It was like, no, Anna Grace can't, you know, be taking a bath while you're taking a shower at this age anymore. You know, and it is. Like, those are appropriate things. And you can say things, well, the reason is because the truth of the matter is boys and girls – uh, are not supposed to share the same bathrooms and all this other kind of stuff yeah. at the same time, unless you're married and this, this, and that. Uh, but you don't say, well, it's because uh, you have a penis, she has a vagina, and yeah, as correct. of this moment, she identifies as a woman, but she could be a man one day, so eventually she might be able to share the same bathroom as you because who knows what she really is. What sane person is having those conversations? No that, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, again... It's like I told you the other day, Gunner, he's 10, asked me straight up. Like, he gets the general concept. Baby comes out of a woman, gets it. Understands you're supposed to wait till marriage. And he asked me straight up, how does God know to put the baby in the mom as soon as you get married? Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like, like he, he understands the concepts. He just doesn't understand, like, the actions yet, which I don't think a 10-year-old should know what you're supposed to do to make a baby, you know, be created. I just don't think those are conversations that need to be happening. Uh, But, you know, what do I know, right? I mean, you know, obviously I'm a bigot. Okay. Uh, As the gun debate rages on in America, we had a, uh, in my opinion, one of the most ominous warnings from another country that we've had in a long time, Canada is oftentimes a 
warning sign for what I don't want America to be. I want America to be like Canada. I don't want anything to do with Canada. I don't. Canada sucks. It does. It sucks. It sucks. Their leadership sucks. Everything that they do to their people sucks. And anyway, this was in regards to guns and Canadians. And this is the prime minister, Justin Trudeau. And when you listen to this, think about what they're trying to do right now with guns in America and think, look, I'm telling you, this is what they want. This is what our government officials want. All right, here we go. And there are debates. And we have a a, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada. And there's lots of gun owners and they're mostly law-respecting and and, and law-abiding. But you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. You can get it for sports shooting. You can take it to the range. Uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background checks. But there's a difference around the culture. And one of the things that we're yeah. seeing with the debate in the States is you get more and more of the American-style you know, right-to-carry, self-defense arguments filtering up through through the uh, you know the, the usual more right wing communications channels. Yeah. And so in Canada they're saying that you do not have a right to defend yourself with a firearm. So if someone's breaking into my house, if someone's murdering you and I shoot them, you go to jail. That's the dumbest thing ever. This is the world that we live in people and if you think and people like Joe Biden wouldn't do something like that. Again, you're not paying attention, man. Like, of course he would. Of course Joe Biden would do something like that. They look up to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, Justin Trudeau's fine, f- fine man, fine man, doing a great job. All right. To end this out, I want to, um, and again, I apologize for the uh, lack of emotion in my voice. Uh, you know, just hurting a bit today. But either way. Uh, yesterday I posted a reel about, uh, this, uh, this outfit that Christina Aguilera wore at this, oh. at this pride month thing that was, uh, advertised as an all ages event. Mm-hmm. So there were children in there and everything like this. And the outfit she wore kind of looked like this samurai outfit that had nipples on it, but then it also had this gigantic gigantic strap on on the front of it yeah and if you watch some of the videos it's even worse than the photo you watch some of the videos there's like some other chick singing on stage with her she like flaps it around and hits her in the face with it and she like pretends to like again i told you this is not the episode for your kids she pretends to like masturbate on it and all this other kind of stuff during the show so i doing what i do i make a video talking about how disgusting it is. And I was shocked at the amount of feedback I got from people mad at me for even exposing it to the world. Like people upset with me for giving it attention, giving it the time of day, all this other kind of stuff. Right. And they're like, they're like, you know, children watch your page too. And and, and, you know, now they see this stuff and da, 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 It's like, look, I tell you all the time, kid, you know, my page is not necessarily for children. I say that all the time. I think that in regards to a lot of people, I keep it more PG-13. I've never been a PG guy, but a PG-13 yeah. 
than anybody else. But, you know, I would say to those people, my response to that is my job and what I do and, and why I'm here to this day is not to just show you things that you want to see and the things that you want to hear. My job and my purpose is to show you what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. By making that statement, you are no different than a Christian that has their head in the sand trying to ignore the realities of what's actually happening. Yeah. Um, this is what's really going on. It's ugly. It's grotesque. It's horrible. No one is negating that. But if you got people listening, to, if your kids are listening to Christina Aguilera or if your kids are going to these Pride Month events and all this other stuff, you need to know. What's going on? And then honestly, if your kids are doing none of those things and you're doing the right things, I'm not saying shove it down your kids' throats, but you can't hide everything from them either. Because if you don't prepare them for the battle that they're actually, it'd be like military people not training to fight a battle based off of previous battles and what the current battle situations are like. Mm -hmm. If they don't train for the current battles and the current terrains and all this stuff, uh, they're going to get slaughtered. They're yeah. not going to know what to do. Well, metaphorically speaking, it's the same way with your children. And honestly, it's the same way with you. If you don't know what's actually going on, if you don't see these things for the hideous atrocities that they are, then you can't properly prepare your family either. Yeah. So my answer is I'm not sorry. You know, I, I don't like having to put that up there either. It's not fun for me. Uh, but m my job is to tell you the things that you need to hear, not the things that you want to hear. And so anyway, that's all we have for this episode of the Dear America podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Possible big news coming out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Could tomorrow be the end of Roe v. Wade as we know it? We are going to be standing by and offering a breaking news podcast if the decision actually comes down tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to share it with a friend. Give us five stars and leave us a review. And we'll see you all again next time.